Father in heaven, we glorify your name. We bow down before you, our Father in heaven. We glorify your holy name. We bow down before you. Our Daddy in heaven, the good and gracious God, the loving Father, the faithful God, we say thank you again that you kept us overnight and you brought us back to the land of the living this morning. We are very grateful. Today is the 27th day of the month of June, 2023. Daddy, we confess your goodness. We confess your great mercies. Daddy, please accept all our thanks this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for our country, Nigeria. Thank you for what you are doing and what you intend to do. Lord, we pray this day, mighty God, that in this nation, Nigeria, Father, let your kingdom come. Ancient of days, the Bible says, your kingdom is in righteousness, is in peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. I pray, Lord, in Nigeria, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in this nation, O God of heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, we condemn every unrighteousness, we condemn every injustice. We condemn every manifestation of weak, wickedness and selfishness, greed. Lord, we, 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 we decree against them. We judge them in our nation. Lord, let your judgment come upon evil in Nigeria. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, many of our youths, oh God, they are taken after the corruption found in the leaders. We are praying, mighty God, that you will arise, deliver Nigeria from evil, from wickedness, from robbery, from stealing, from falsehood, from immorality, from drug addiction. Lord, deliver Nigeria, both the youths and the adults. Lord God of heaven, you will deliver from evil, from wickedness, from iniquity and disobedience. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray righteousness into Nigerian nation. Lord, let righteousness come into Nigeria. Let there be revival of the fear of God in our nation in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for the leaders, Lord God of heaven, that you will compel them by your spirit to do justice, 
to to fight against evil. The Bible says the heart of kings are in your hand like rivers of water you direct him to whithersoever you will. Lord, do so concerning our leaders. Possess them. Oh, deliver them from themselves. Deliver them from selfishness and greed. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in Nigeria as it is being done in the heavens. In the name of Jesus, we look up unto you. The Father, you will please do it for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Please keep praying for Nigeria. The matter in Nigeria is not that of political party. We are just asking God to come. Come in his righteousness. Take over the reins of Nigeria. All right? That injustice, corruption, evil will come under the judgment of God. That Nigeria will be emancipated. The Lord will help us even as you keep praying uh, for this nation. The Lord will hear us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, this morning, I want to talk about when you need revival. When do you need revival? Don't forget that earlier on, uh, revival I defined as the bringing back to life that which is dying or dead. It is a restoration back to life or consciousness, all right? One of the major hindrances to revive is pride, hypocrisy, or pretense. They are enemies of revival. Let me say it again. One of the major enemies of revival is pride. One of them is hypocrisy, pretense. Anywhere these things are found, revival will be far away. It takes a man who is sincere. The Bible says God desires truth on the inward path. So revival will elude an insincere man because he will be self-deceived, thinking that he is deceiving others. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 3, he says, For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceived himself. And self-deception, beloved, is the enemy of revival. But there is another dimension to the need for revival that I felt like pointing our attention to this morning. It is the the clear declining sense of consecration and dedication of many believers in recent times, a declining sense of consecration and dedication. Many one-time, very hot and zealous believers are gradually becoming lukewarm. Why many are cold already? Spiritual coldness is an evidence or spiritual death, spiritual coldness. You know, when someone dies physically, one of the proofs that life is gone out of him is the coldness of the body. So when somebody 
is dying spiritually, coldness begins to come in. He first of all becomes lukewarm, and then if nothing happens, he becomes cold. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 12 and 13, he said, And because iniquity shall abound, he said, The love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Jesus prophesied this as one of the signs of the end of this age. When the things you used to do passionately are now becoming uninteresting to you, beloved, you may need revival. I say it again. When the things you used to do passionately are now becoming very uninteresting to you, you need revival. Where you now develop cold feet to kingdom services that you are known for before now, when you begin to drag your feet, you need revival. Where you need to be reminded of and to be encouraged to come for fellowship, I guess you need revival. Beloved, when you have excuses for not being able to attend midweek Bible studies or prayer meetings, I think you need revival. You know, there are many people, they just see the worship of God slated for Sunday and Sunday alone. Midweek, no time for Bible study, no time for prayer meeting, no, no time, no time, no time. When you begin to get into that dimension of living, I guess you need revival. Alright? When you begin to see Sunday school as optional, when you miss it and you didn't feel that you lost something, you need to cry for revival, my brother. When you become very familiar with the word of God and it does not make you to tremble again, but rather develop offense when the word of God confronts an attitudinal error in your life, I believe you have a need for revival. You know, there are times when the word of God comes to you and it confronts an error in your life. You feel, oh, they are using me to preach. It is me that is, and you become offended. Beloved, when you get to that level, please cry out for revival. I have been in, in, in meetings where it, the word of God was shared. And I see people break down, crying, crying. A lady told me after a particular meeting in Lagos in the 90s, that she will follow me. She broke, she wept like a baby. She cried. I tried to persuade her to keep quiet, but she cried more. She said that was a statement you made during the course of the sermon. It was my life. And she cried and cried. And she said she will follow me wherever I go. But even though I discouraged her from you know doing that. But I could see a man who is broken. You see, the Bible says a, 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 a broken heart and a contrite spirit. It said God will not despise. 
So when you see an individual who begins to develop offense when the word of God confronts error in his life, such a man needs revival. When you now don't see any serious reason to congregate with other believers, but feel comfortable sitting at home, even on Sundays, watching church meetings going on on television, you need to cry for revival. You know, till now, there are some people, since COVID ended, they have not returned back to church. They now get used to uh, watching. They said they are doing online services. Excuse me. You are not like this before. I guess you need revival, beloved. Now, when you begin to feel more at home with unbelievers, talking more of the things of the world than the things of God, I guess you need revival. You know, in James chapter 4, in verse 4, it says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? He said, Whosoever therefore, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. I want to ask, are you one of the enemies of God? When worldly languages worldly songs and attires are beginning to be more attractive to you, you may need to cry out for revival. I'm telling you signs that you and me may need revival. David cried out in his dark days in Psalm 51 in verse 10. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We need to have this right spirit renewed, revived in us. He cried out. Don't forget the exhortation of Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 in verse 14. From verse 14, he said, Be ye not unequally you together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? And what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord. That was the message of Apostle Paul to believers of his days. You can't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. The parties you are not going before, you are now back to attending night parties. You are now a member of worldly club. Something is going in your life. You need to cry out. When the gifts of the Spirit you used to manifest ceases to operate, just like the later days of Eli in Shiloh, when the Word of God was now scarce and the visions of God was rare, you need to cry out for revival. Psalm 74 verse 9, he said, We see not our signs, and there is no more any prophet, neither is there any among us that knows how long. Beloved, when you now regularly find yourself sleeping during prayers and preachings, don't excuse it. 
you need revival. All of these and other situations are indices of a spiritual, a spiritually declining life. And when you notice any of this in your life, you need to cry out. If the devil is digging your grave, please don't wait for your burial. Cry out and that now. May the Lord speak to you, Father, even this morning in the name of Jesus. God bless you as we pray over these matters. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday away. Have a blessed day.